grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from one and only true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. People grumbling in the wilderness, people grumbling in the deserts, people wanting to go back to slavery, back where things were better, back where life was so easy in Egypt, with the taskmasters whipping them and telling them what to do from sun up till sundown. But they could sit and have their good food. They were tired of this manna. They were tired of God's provisions. They wanted the worldly ways. And so they wanted to go back. They were tired of this wilderness wandering. Tell me that we're not Israelites wandering through the deserts. Tired of this world. Tired of all that's going on. Tired of the news. Tired of what can we believe, what can't we believe. Tired of life. We grumble and we complain. I've had enough, dear Lord. I can't take it anymore. And so they all go to Moses. And they complain. And Moses goes, God, what am I supposed to do with these people? Did I give birth to all of them? Man, this isn't enough, Lord. So God says, call 70 of the elders. Bring them together with me. Bring them up here. And God takes some of the spirits and he places it on them that they might help bear the burden. But there are two of them that remain behind in the camp that were not up on the mountain with Moses. And they begin to prophesy. And the word comes up to Joshua. And Joshua goes, want me to stop them? I'm sure Moses would be like, no. What are you, crazy? No, all, I wish that all the people would prophesy. How amazing would that be? No. Don't stop them. They're doing God's work. This is wonderful. It'd be like, you know, getting this side to volunteer. And then they see a couple people over here volunteering. And they're like, Pastor Mark, do you want us to stop them? No. With it all, they would volunteer. <laughs> Moses wants everyone to have the spirit. He wants everyone to serve and that's what we begin to see happening in our gospel lesson. There's the disciples with Jesus. Now, why they say it, we're not exactly sure. We don't know if they were jealous, because remember how they couldn't cast out the demon just a couple weeks ago, same chapter of Mark, we're in the same journey. They were unable to cast out a demon. Were they jealous because it wasn't being under their authority? They wanted to rule with Jesus. Remember, they wanted one to sit on the right, one on the left. We can't say, Scripture doesn't tell us. All we know is that they see someone that's not a part of their group casting out demons in Jesus' name. Jesus, do you want us to stop that? See Jesus reacting, you know, like I had Moses portrayed. No! Are you serious? They're using my name, they're followers of me, they believe in me, and they're doing good works in my name. You want me to stop that? Jesus might as well have said what Moses said. Would that all the people would do this. Would that all of us Christians do the work of the Lord. But that's exactly what we've been called to do. So whose turn is it to preach next week? Oh, not that work? Oh, different work? You guys got different work to do? All right. Yes, absolutely. We all have different callings, different vocations is the word for it. Different places God has placed you. Husband or wife or students, employee, employer, neighbor. There's so many different jobs, so many different things to do in your life, in the church. Would that all would be serving Jesus.
many and various ways do we serve him. I love Martin Luther's quotes when he said, the shoemaker, he doesn't serve Christ by putting little crosses on every shoe he makes. He serves Christ by making the best shoe for his neighbor that he can. We serve God by serving one another and by doing it to the glory of God, to the best of our ability, the abilities that he's given us. Whether it's standing up here and proclaiming his word, whether it's sitting up there and playing the organ in the clavinova, or AV, or ushering, or lecturing, that's all just here in the church. Whether it's in your home as husband, or wife, or parents, or as a student, or as a child, or in your work out in the world, whatever it is you're doing out there. Or whether it's with community, helping to serve the poor, or helping to clothe, or helping to take care of newborn babies. And whatever you do, you're called to do it all to the glory of God. To give him praise and thanksgiving in every single way. And you gather here this morning that you might be strengthened and renewed for that service once again. Because that service is hard. There's so much need out there. There's so much need in your own homes. You can get busy day in and day out just trying to make ends meet. And when that begins to happen, we begin to focus on ourselves. We begin to stop thinking about the world, our neighbor, about serving God. And we start thinking, what do I got to get done next? I got to try and check off this. And as I said before, I, I, can, I can leave at the end of the day. I can go to bed at night with five things on my list. And I wake up in the morning and there's five more. And I haven't even begun my list yet. How'd that happen? The list never ends, does it? And so we can get so busy and so focused on our own lives. We forget why we're doing what we're doing. We can forget that we're filled with the Spirit of God in each and every one of us. And that everything we do is to serve our neighbor, to glorify God, to proclaim his name among the nations. And so that's why Moses was like, you want me to stop that? They're filled with the Spirit of God, they're prophesying, they're proclaiming his name, and you want me to stop that? No. I wish all people had God's Spirit. That's why Jesus said, you want me to tell him to stop casting out demons in my name, he's following me. No. Whoever's not for us is against us. Whoever's not with us. He said, everyone that is doing it in my name is with me. They're doing a wonderful work. And that's what I want to end on. So many people think that they're not serving God unless they are proclaiming Jesus outwardly, verbally, telling everyone Jesus loves you. And that everything else is meaningless. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. One more quote from Martin Luther I want to bring up. In his day, as he was as he was wrestling with what God was calling him to do and with what how God was working in this world, he quoted it this way. He said, The parent who's changing the dirty diaper is doing a holier work than the monk who's locked up in the room praying to God all day and night because the parent is serving their neighbor in love. His point was your service to your neighbor in love is serving God. And I've been making this point recently, whether it's Bible study or uh, in class or here in church even, I've made it before, or whether it's in counseling. I try and make this point all the time. When you're serving another person, when you're doing it in Christian love, when you're doing it in faith, when you're doing it in service to God, you're not just serving that person. You're serving Jesus himself. 
And that's how you can pray for your enemies. That's how you can serve those that you don't really get along with. You know, these Packer fans over here. And these Brewer fans over here. That's how you can serve them. You can look past that. And you see God in them. You see that by serving them, you're serving God. And so that gives new meaning to everything you do each day. To realize that what you're doing is serving God himself. The focus comes off of yourself. The focus comes off of even the person you're serving. The focus becomes on God. And you're serving God. Remember Jesus said at the end when he separates the sheep from the goats, and he says to the sheep, those who are entering heaven, he goes, when I was sick, you visited. When I was in jail, you visited. When I was naked, you clothed me. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. And they turned to him and said, Lord, when did we see you? You know, when did we see you hungry and thirsty and, and in prison and sick and naked? When did we do that? And he goes, whatever you did to these, the least of my brothers and sisters, you did to me. Whatever you're doing in this world in service to Jesus, you're doing to him. He just takes on different masks, so to speak. And I don't mean face masks. I mean masks, people. You're serving God. So just as Moses said, would that all had the spirits of God. And there's many various ways to serve him. But all that you do, do to the glory of God. And realize that everything you're doing in your calling, at home, at work, in the community, in the church, everything you're doing is to the glory of God, serving him. And what a joyful thought that is to know that you're serving God himself by loving your neighbor. You've been given that spirit in baptism. You've been renewed again this morning for forgiveness of sins. You'll be strengthened with the body and blood of Christ. You'll get to sing praises to his name, and you'll get to go out and serve God by serving one another. Whether it's in the home, at work, in the community, in the church, let us go and serve. In Jesus' name, amen.